Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined once more by our resident racing expert, Paul Gallagher, who's better known on social media and in racing circles as a voice of value. How's it going, Paul? Yeah, great. Looking forward to another weekend of uh, racing and we're keeping the winning uh, winning sequence going with the podcast as well. Happy days. Yeah, we're back again to have a look at tomorrow's racing on ITV, uh, which is perfect for armchair punters like myself, who likes nothing more than a, a couple of bets on the horses alongside my coupon on a Saturday. So that's obviously the format of the podcast, and we'll keep it going. We've had quite a bit of success since we started the podcast. A few winners last week again. Yeah, we had two winners last week, um, and a second and a third, so I'm pretty happy with that. Two winners uh, were Dr. Dex, 6-1, to one, although you would have got bigger than that if you'd listened to the podcast, um, and Road to Respect at 72, so pretty uh, pretty happy with that. And we should also say a big thank you to John Egan, who sat in and filled my shoes last week. He did a great job, and if nothing else, highlighted just how out of my depth I am when it comes to horse racing. Uh, so thanks for that, John. Hopefully get you back on the podcast in the next few weeks and months ahead. Okay, so into this week, um, unfortunately, the meeting at Doncaster has been lost to the weather already, so ITV have kind of rejigged their schedule, and we're now looking at three races at Aintree and four from Wincanton tomorrow. Yeah, that's it. So it's going to be exclusively jumps to the Doncaster card. There was a few flat races there, but it's uh, it's too much of a quagmire for them. Um, the other thing we should mention before going on uh, was that John tipped up Diego de Charmel, which was even better than my two tips uh, last week. I think it ended up about 12 to 1 or something like that. Um, and that was the race where the, I don't know if you saw it, I know you were away, where the horse jumped through the side of the fence. Yeah. So it was absolute carnage, but ended up the, the horse held on in the race. So um, he was in first and I was in second in that race. Yeah. A good laugh about that. It was, it was a good bit of tipping, to be fair, from both of us. Never seen anything like that in my life. No, it was neither have I. I just couldn't believe what was happening. <laughs> I was trying to work out: has it jumped the fence, or is it going to be disqualified? But it was carnage, absolute carnage. Did you think there was ever any doubt that it was going to hold on to the race? I did. I actually thought it might be disqualified. Really? Um, yeah, just because I didn't think that all of the horse had gone over the fence. So, mm. in terms of, um, I thought it might a part of the the leg might have sneaked through the side, in which case it wouldn't count if it was too wide. But um, the stewards obviously decided that it didn't, so we, we move on. Yeah, it would have been harsh to take it off the horse, to be fair. Oh, it did so well to recover. And yeah. uh, it was also, it was nice for John to get a, a nice 12-1 to winner on his first, uh, first podcast. So we wouldn't want to take that away from him. <laughs> Indeed. Let's hope it's a bit less dramatic tomorrow. Um, so let's get cracking with the first race, which is the 1.30 entry. <laughs> Yeah, one thirty entry. Um, eight runners. I wasn't um, massively confident on anything in this one. Um, at the time of speaking, only two firms have priced it up. The one that jumped out at me um, is a horse called Charmont. I think I'm pronouncing it, pronouncing it correctly. Um, uh, it's it will enjoy the soft ground. The entry. It's had a, a recent run, and I thought um, it was between that one and the last day. Um, and I just thought the value in Charmont was a bit better because it's had a run already. Um, so seven to two at the moment with Hills and Bet Victor. So that's my tip for that one. Six pounds above its last win, but should handle the ground. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it's this six pounds um, does seem like a lot, particularly when we're in the, the flat racing mindset, but. It's not as much of a, for these sort of bigger um, chasers to carry, and the fact it's gone up is a good sign because it's uh, it's on the improve and it's going the right it's going the right direction. So yeah, that's why I'm siding with it. 
Okay, a much more interesting race next, which is the 150 at Wincanton, where we've got 15 declared to run at the moment. Yeah, this is a, a peach of a race. Um, it's um, exclusively for mares, so females only, um, but there's some there's some pretty good quality um, horses in it. The obvious one, um, and I came close to tipping it, to be fair, is Dance Idol. Looks, looks a classy mare, um, course and distance winner from last season, um, and is moving in the right direction. Slight question mark with it being its um, first run of the season, but I probably wouldn't hold it against her. Um, so I think she's a strong favourite and a, and a worthy favourite. Um, but what I'm going to do is take one on each way against the favourite. Um, and that's a horse that I'm going to struggle to pronounce as well. It's a name. But we'll go. That's probably why I nearly picked Dance Idol, to be honest, <laughs> trying to pronounce this. Just um, give us a number. I, I think it's Imprint. <laughs> Imprint Reconce or Imprint Reconce. You'll see it on the on the race card. It wears the JP McManus silks, the green and yellow. Um, this one is is another improving horse. Um, it will enjoy the ground, no problem at all, and it's fitting well. It's it's had a couple of runs and it's won. So in recent weeks, so I think um, that's the one I'm going to side with. Just just with the ever so slight question mark over whether Dan Seidel will be ready to rock first time out. She probably will, don't get me wrong, but I think this one can, can run her close anyway, and we're getting 11-1 to 1 at the moment with Hills, who are paying four places. So I think 15 runners, four places. I think there are quite a few that you can sort of chalk off as just not being quite good enough at this level. Um, I think it will come down to sort of the top three or four um, so I think Improng Reconce uh, is a decent each way shout. Okay, that's got the feel of a voice of value special at those prices. Fingers crossed. Okay, next up is the 205 entry. Uh, it's the Virgin Bet Handicap Chase. Yeah, um, this is actually, this is wide open, this race. You could make a case for almost all of them. Um, the, the, the really interesting one is C Page at the top of the uh, Cipage at the top of the weights, who is also there or thereabouts his favourite. I think they've priced off his favourite in the, the books that I was looking at. It's been off for three hundred and twenty nine days, so it's clearly had issues, um, you know, injury or whatever it's been. Um, but it, it will enjoy the, the soft ground. Distance is no problem for it. And soft, uh, yeah, sorry, I've said soft down. Uh, the fact it goes, it goes well first time out, or it has in the past, so that shouldn't be a major concern. But such a long layoff, you're thinking it probably need to run. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I'm going to take a chance with is Duke Street, and um, one for all the Glaswegian listeners out there. <laughs> um, a decent horse who's improved recently, um, in really good form, and sort of moving up the weights with it. To be fair, but. Um, I don't think at this time of season, I don't think there's any harm in backing an informed horse. Um, conditions will be absolutely fine. And I thought the 13 to 2 that was available was pretty pretty fair price. I think that was with Hills and Bet Victor. We're both offering 13 to 2 on Duke Street. You could do each way. It's, a, it's, a, it's got an each way shape to the race with sort of 10 runners at the moment. I think 13 to 2, I'll probably just tip it to win. You see, it's won its last three. As you say, it looks like an improving kind as well. Yeah, that's it. You know, this time of season, this season, there's some that need a run. There's some that you know are just building up for other targets. And this a horse that's in form, um, jumping well. Um, you know, it's just go with that rather than than taking a chance on other ones. Yeah. Okay, so move on to the two twenty five at Wincanton, where there's a short price favourite in Reserve Tank. 
Yeah, I won't waste too much time on this. When I had initially looked at it, um, Ballymoy and Vision to Flow were still in the race, but they've, they've both come out. That leaves Reserve Tank as the, the really obvious classy one here. Um, there was a, a bit of even money earlier. I think that's dried up. I think 10 to 11 is, is the sort of general price. Um, what I'm going to do, we'll move on to the 3 o'clock at Wincanton later on. What I'm going to do, I think, is tip reserve tank and the the favourite in that three o'clock race in a double so we'll chat about that more when we come to the three o'clock in Canton but um, I think reserve tank is the clear and obvious um, winner of this race hopefully Okay, so we'll quickly move on to the 220 uh, entry, sorry the 240 entry This one as well, not massively um, confident about this one so I think I'll have a small win bet, the horse that I landed on um, is the, the Harry Skelton Horse uh, Diomed de Motte, another French name. It'll enjoy the soft ground. It's had recent runs. It's in form, so maybe a similar um, situation that we had with Duke Street in the, the previous entry race that we talked about. Um, I'm siding for you know fairly solid form, recent form, um, and a liking for the soft ground. So I'm going. It's a tentative win bet for a Diomed de Motte, and I think that's currently four to one with Bet Three Six Five and Sky. Yeah, it's just on the edge of a, an each way bet given the shape of the race. I think that's it. You know, if if people, I know that there's loads of guys enjoy doing the uh, the multiples. You know, your each way lucky fifteens and lucky thirty ones and stuff like that, and they're great fun. I mean, you're never going to uh, you're never going to win long run with them unless you you, you get very lucky. But um, it's the sort of one you would stick in an each way lucky fifteen or whatever. I think. Okay, so we mentioned the three o'clock at Wincanton. Again, another short price favourite here is Fusil Raffles. Yeah, um, really obvious one. I think this race effectively is a match between Grand Sonsi for Paul Nichols and Fusil Raffles, who looked at a class act last season. Um, it missed entry, if I remember correctly from memory, I think it had an injury. Um, but they then... They raced it again at the tail end of the season at Punchestown at the Punchestown Festival although that's technically the start of the season although it was way back in May um, and it, it looked a class act that day it ran really well beating Fakir Dudery for the Joseph of O'Brien it's a, it's a good a good horse to beat um, so I just can't see um, anything beating for so raffles the other four aren't, aren't anywhere near that level um, and it's it's only four to six best price, so you know I can't tip it as a single. But what I think for a laugh will do is, as I mentioned earlier, put it in a double with a reserve tank um, as the two, hopefully the two sort of good things of the day, and uh, build up the betting bank a wee bit with that. Yeah, that would make for a fairly fairly decent double. Yeah, that's it. I mean, we'll not go mad on it, but uh, I think they're both they both although they're short prices, they're both decent value at the prices. Um, so, you know, I struggle to see them getting beat, so we'll, we'll stick them in a double and hope for the best. Okay, so rattling through these, and we're already at the last race of the day on ITV, which is the 335 at Wincanton. Um, and you like a couple in this one? I do, yeah. We're, we're rattling through them today. The producer's been on my case about the uh, podcast <laughs> being too long last week. So, um, you know, I'm a, a consummate professional. Speed things up as required. Uh, yeah, this is the race of the day. Um both in terms of ITV's coverage and I think um, just personally it looks a cracking a cracking chase and a, a staying chase at this time of year. I can't you can't beat it. And um, there's a few old friends in here, like the young master or the young disaster as he was termed for about <laughs> a season and a half last year and he couldn't win. Uh, 
he's actually he's bounced back towards the tail end of last season and, and started to find form again. So he comes into the reckoning. Um, I'm going to pass him by though, um, and I also don't like the price of the the sort of shorter ones in the market. White Moon um, looks like it will be the favourite, but it fell last time out, so that's a big question mark, and it's fallen in the past as well. It's a dodgy jumper. Um, so I can't have that at four to one. Present man won this race last year um, for Paul Nichols. This, if he's going to win, this will be the day for him. You know, he, he goes well fresh first time out, and then sort of tails off over the rest of the season. Um, but I think again, a, a short, too short a price to be recommending a bet on him. Um, and who was the other one that I didn't really? Yeah, give me a copper who's a, a decent horse, a progressive horse, but. First time out, I don't know if that will be the best thing to catch him. You'll have bigger targets later on in the season. So, again, too short. The, the price was too short for me. The one that I like, uh, well, the main one that I like is from the Phillips Hobbs yard, a horse called Abo de Brise. Um, on the jockey bookings, it looks potentially like the second choice um, because Richard Johnson rides Rock the Casbah. But th- that might just simply be because Johnson's got a history with that horse so I wouldn't worry too much about that um, and Michael or Michal Nolan um, who's the, who's coming in for the ride on Bode Brise is a, a perfectly good uh, perfectly good rider you know and no complaints and, and actually um, he rode the horse last time at Wincanton which is the, the piece of form that I, I quite like so that was on the 27th of October so just a couple of weeks ago um, over course and distance and he went very close uh, to winning that, so uh, he's in decent form. He's he's well. Um, he, we know he enjoys the course and distance, um, and I think he'll go pretty close. So I'm surprised to see that I could get 14 to one um, on a race like this. So that was both Betfred and Bet Victor are both 14 to one, and they're both paying four places. Quite important. Try and get the four places in this race because it'll be it'll be quite useful. I think if you can do that. And what about Rock the Casbah's chances? Yeah, see, I'm going to I'm going to have a what I like to call a wee saver on Rock the Casbah, um, a class act. Um, it'll be a familiar name to quite a few listeners um, yeah. over the past few years. A slightly older horse, so it's class isn't in doubt. Um, enjoys the ground. Um, this trip will be fine. Um, it's got the champion jockey Richard Johnson on board. Um, my only slight reservation is whether. Um, First time it was the best time to catch him. He does have some, does have some decent form after a break. Um, if you go back to 2017, I might be, maybe clutching at straws here. But at one first time out, uh, a good handicap chase at Chesto in 2017. So I wouldn't have too many concerns about Philip Hobbs being able to get it fit and ready to go. And this might just be the time to catch him with the ground, you know, in his favour and uh, a pretty wide open race. So I think we're getting ten to one. There's been a bit of money for him actually. He opened at twelve to one. Um, an hour or two ago, so that's been that's been clipped out. It's another good sign. People think, yeah, actually, he's got, he's got a chance. So yeah. yeah, there's ten to one generally available, but I would certainly again recommend take the four places each way, and we can we can play both of the Phillips Hall, Philip Hobbs horses against the field. Okay, so both the Hobbs horses in the last live race tomorrow on ITV. Excellent. It looks quite a tricky day in terms of placing their bets. Um, can you just give us a wee recap on the tips? Please. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually I felt that myself when I was going through it. it, it, it I didn't feel the same uh, the same confidence that I've had over the last couple of weeks. But mm. once you whittle it down, there's some there's some decent uh, there's some decent racing there, and they're all they're all competitive races, so you're getting good prices on most of them. 
Um, so going through um, in, well, I'll do when Canton first. Uh, go through that to the order I've got them written down here. So 158 when Canton, it's Empreinte Reconce, the French named horse, 11 to 1 each way with William Hill, who are paying four places. And then the 225 at Wincanton and the three o'clock at Wincanton, we're going to do a double. And that's going to be a reserve tank and fusil raffles. Um, and you'll get that with most firms. Uh, reserve tanks about 10 to 11, fusil raffles about four to six. The best prices seem to be coming from William Hill and Bet Victor when I, uh, when I pressed up. And then the 335 at Wincanton is Beau de Brise, 14 to 1, that's my main tip with Betfred or Betvictor, four places, and my wee saver is with a Rock the Casbah each way at 10 to 1, and you'll get that again uh, pretty much across the board, but take the four places if you can. And then if we look at entry, the 130 entry, a win bet on Charmont at 7 to 2, and that's with Hills and Betvictor again, who seem to be doing quite well with their, with their prices today. The 205 entry, Duke Street, 13 to 2. Again, William Hill for that price. And the 240 entry is Dealmed de Mott. And that's a win bet at 4 to 1 with Sky and Bet365. Okay, so even if we don't produce a winner this week, we've certainly improved people's French, I would have thought. <laughs> I don't know what it is with all the <laughs> Well, hopefully it's a sign. Hopefully um, they can all land for us and we can be saying ooh la la. Uh, we oui, we oui, monsieur. Okay, thanks for those, Paul. Um, that's us for this week. Um, you can always follow Paul on Twitter at the Voice of Value, and you can follow the Gambler account at Gambler Tips. Don't forget to rate the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. That would be really, really appreciated. I'll be back next Wednesday with Greg Browning for a look at the weekend's football. If you've not already caught this weekend's football podcast, then make sure you get it at the usual channels on the likes of Spotify, on SoundCloud and on iTunes. And that's us for the week. Have a great weekend of betting. And thanks to Paul for his contributions this week. Thanks. Good luck to everyone.